Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host. I want to express from the bottom of my heart to anyone who's listening, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful celebration. What a beautiful day to be together with family, with friends, and to acknowledge the, the astounding gift. You know, I hope as uh, later today, or if you're hearing this later in the day, that you as a family were able to, as you open gifts, as you express your love for one another, and the gift giving that's really rooted in the in the initiative of the Father, the great gift of his beloved Son, Jesus, given to us. What I want to do today is just meditate on that a little bit and hopefully encourage you, because this is the thing, you know, this is what the season's all about. And the great act of God, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, it begins here. And the astounding miracle of God himself coming to take on human flesh for the sake of our salvation. And the Holy Spirit wants to help us celebrate it, but also to to go deeper into the mystery, the mystery of God's plan, the mystery of the human condition, the mystery of God's saving love. And it's meant to fill our hearts and to strengthen us and fill us with lasting joy. So I want to start with a couple of paragraphs from the Catechism that just describe the mystery. It says, paragraph 514, it says, Many things about Jesus of interest to human curiosity did not figure in the Gospels. Almost nothing is said about his hidden life at Nazareth or even a great part of the public life. His public life is not recounted. What is written in the Gospels was set down there, quote, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. I love that line. Let me read it again. What is written in the Gospels was set down there so that you and me, that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ. He is the Son of God. And that believing you may have life in his name. The gift that God the Father has given to us in his Son is new life. Is a share in the most extraordinary gift we could possibly imagine. A participation in the gift of God's own life that brings us from death to life. Paragraph 515. The Gospels were written by men who were among the first to have the faith and wanted to, they wanted to share it with others. Having known in faith who Jesus is, they could see and make others see the traces of his mystery in all his earthly life. From the swaddling clothes of his birth to the vinegar of his passion, and the shroud of his resurrection. Everything in Jesus' life was a sign of his mystery. His deeds, his miracles, and words all reveal that, quote, in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. His humanity appeared as a sacrament, that is, the sign and the instrument of his divinity, and of the salvation he brings. What was visible in his earthly life leads to the invisible mystery of his divine sonship and his redemptive mission. Jesus himself is the living sacrament. He came as a sign, what of the kingdom, 
of the Father. He's the instrument of that salvation and revealing the divinity, God's divinity. He revealed the Father. And he revealed the Father's love. He revealed the Father's purpose in creating us. He revealed the Father's plan to save us, to rescue us, and to draw us closer to him. We who were estranged, we who, the Bible says, became enemies of God, he, in his mystery and his love, has made a way for us to be his children. Paragraph 517, it says, Christ's whole life is a mystery of redemption. Redemption comes to us, above all, through his blood on the cross, but this mystery is at work throughout Christ's entire life, already in the, in his incarnation, through which by becoming poor, he enriches us with his poverty. Here, what we celebrate today, the astounding reality that God became a vulnerable infant, a child. He was born, born of a virgin. He emptied himself becoming obedient even unto death. He's a, a servant. He made himself impoverished in this way so that he could be like us, he could become one of us, so that as he takes on human life, he can raise the, the whole race of people, right, that bear his image. In his hidden life, which was by submission, atones for our disobedience. In his word, the mystery, his redemption is revealed because it purifies those who hear it in his healings and his exorcism by which he took our infirmities and he bore our diseases and in his resurrection by which he justifies us, that being bringing us into the presence of the Father and giving us new life. By his whole life, Christ's whole life is a mystery of recapitulation. It's a big word, kind of the whole the whole work of salvation and creation is brought about in Christ. It says, all Jesus did, said, and suffered had for its aim restoring fallen man to his original vocation. When Christ became incarnate and was made man, he recapitulated in himself the long history of mankind and procured for us a shortcut to salvation so that what we had lost in Adam that is, being in the image and likeness of God, we might recover in Christ Jesus. For this reason, Christ experienced all the stages of life, thereby giving communion with God to all men. This is the point, friends, of his becoming one of us, to remake, to to recapitulate, to bring about the fulfillment of God's plan. And here it begins in the great mystery. You know, one of the readings the church gives us today is from First John, you know, the prologue of John's gospel, which reveals and speaks about the mystery, maybe most profoundly of all the readings. It's just my opinion. There's so many great readings throughout the day, obviously. But this one in particular, it's the gospel from uh, Midday Mass today. It says, in, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So here's part of the mystery. Who is Jesus? He's the Father's word to the human race. Throughout history, through nature, God communicates something of himself and his will. Through creation, through the life of the patriarchs and the prophets and the whole story of Israel. 
Moses. There's, there's a revelation of God's plan and of who God is. But in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son into the world to communicate to us. God is speaking to us through his son. He was in the beginning. All things came to be through him. And without him, nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life. So what we say, this is what we're proclaiming. That everything that is was created through Christ, through his son, and for his son. This again, friends, the absolute uniqueness of the person and the mystery of Jesus. There's no, there's no religious leader. There's no other equal religion in terms of the revelation. Different religions can have some, some dimension of light, some dimension of truth. The church recognizes that. But in Christianity alone, this is the story of God entering history himself and God taking on human flesh and the recreation, the recapitulation is unfolding. What came to be through him was life. And this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. So Jesus would say, I'm the light of the world. Today we have lights on. We have Christmas tree lights. We have, you know, candles burning. This is the season of light. Why? Because the light has entered the darkness. The light is what? God himself is light. He's the light about everything. He reveals everything. He holds everything in being. And his son is, is the one again who through whom all this came to be. So he has entered our story and he's given us light. And understanding. And his light was what? His light was the life that he gave to us. Light is a sign of hope. Hope is the fulfillment of the expectation, the, the awareness of what do we see in this light? We see a new humanity in Jesus. We see his redemptive saving work and offering us the gift of salvation and eternal life and a participation in sharing in his own life. He became one of us so he could raise us up to share in what is his, the life of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. John goes on, he said, a man named John was sent from God. That's John the Baptist. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens every man was coming into the world. This is what John testified. The true light. Not a light. Not one of many lights. The true light was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, through Jesus, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him particularly in the Jewish people, right? Rejected him. But the Roman Empire rejected, crucified him. But to those who did accept him, now here's John, the beloved apostle, writing this. He's telling him, yes, many rejected him. He was despised and rejected by many. He was fulfilling the Isaiah prophecy. Isaiah 53. Right? He's the suffering Messiah. But John said that wasn't the whole story. The rejection of Christ by the majority. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become 
children of God. It's a very important line. The Son of God became one of us. Today we we gaze on the nativity scene, the infancy of Jesus. He became human, but he's the eternal Son of the Father. And he brought his reality, who he is, and united it to human flesh. So that through his life, passion, death, resurrection, ascension into glory at the right hand of the Father, he can take human flesh from death to life and begin a new humanity. And pour out his Holy Spirit so that in baptism, we can, by the power of the Spirit, by the power of God, we can become children of God. This is the technical, central meaning of what it means to be a child of God. Not every human being on the earth is a child of God. In this pure sense, clear sense, everyone's infinitely loved by God, which is why he sent his son. But the mission of the church, forgiven sinners who become children of God, is to take this message of salvation to the world. So today, when we celebrate that the light has come, you'll hear these, this missionary feel through the readings. And we'll hear it in the days ahead, the days ahead, excuse me, beginning with, with the martyrdom of Stephen tomorrow, that this good news, this good news that was declared by the shepherds, we're meant to take it now to the world. That's the offer to human beings, a kingdom to become children of God. God bless you, friends. Have a wonderful celebration. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.